Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano and today we're going to be doing another Q&A session. Uh, thank you for everybody joining now. So for everybody that is new, I uh, just wanted to of course point uh, out that these sessions are going to be running on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. now uh, UK time and on Thursdays it's going to be at 5 p.m. Uh, UK time but it's going to be on Spanish for those uh, Spanish-speaking audience on, on the audience, okay? So remember, if you have any questions that for some reason you cannot attend uh, these sessions, you can always feel free to send these sessions by email and we're going to make sure uh, my team to bring these questions uh, to the session so we can cover them. And also you're gonna have the opportunity to, of course, ask your questions uh, during the live sessions, okay? So I'm gonna start by bringing some of the questions on the screen and we're gonna get started with today's session, okay? Um, let me load them, let's see, great. So we have our first question of the day. So let's see. The first question of the day is, what is to separate a child listing into a single listing? How you do it? And will it take reviews to the new listing? Yes, um, so this one usually happens uh, because, I mean, the first thing that is important to understand when you want to separate a, a listing into either a single one or a child listing is that each of them has the advantages and disadvantages for sure. So one of the advantages of child listings is that all the reviews get combined, right? So for example, if you have, uh, you're selling a product, you have different colors on the initial listing, all the reviews are gonna be combined. And that's of course beneficial because let's say that you have your initial listing, you started selling one single color. Let's say you start selling the red one and then you decide to add other colors like blue one, uh, pink, whichever other variation you, you decide to add. But that is going to mean that those extra listings that you add are going to have no reviews at all. So if that initial list that you had in the first place had 1,000 reviews because it was your flagship product, it's going to help you improve your conversions on their listings because their reviews are going to be spread ac across all the variations. The disadvantage with that is that when you have a child uh, listing setup, is that if you have different colors on the one listing and you're selling a specific, uh, let's say, for example, you're selling a water bottle. If somebody types water bottle, if your best selling color is a blue one, the only one that is going to appear is the blue one. You're not going to be able to have the opportunity to have different uh, colors under the same page one on that specific keyword. So the way around that and what people usually do is that they start with a child listing variation. Let's say they have a flagship product with thousands of reviews or hundreds, they start adding the variations under that flagship product. 
And once those individual products start building their reputation in terms of reviews and sales history, you can decide to split them up. Now, regarding your question, yes, the reviews are going to get split. So if, for example, the red one had 50 reviews, the yellow 100, that's going to be divided accordingly to each specific listing. And then the advantage of doing that is that you took advantage of the shy listing structure to build those new products. And when they become mature, you can divide them into their own specific listings. And of course, that's going to give you a big plus in terms of advertisement strategies, because when it comes to ranking and advertising each independent single listing, you can have as many listings and as many placements on page one for uh, that specific keyword, which is not something you can do with child, uh, child listings. Sorry. So yeah, to answer your question, uh, the reviews are split. And the way you do it is very simple. So usually, you have two options. So you have always the option to reach out to Amazon. They can do it for you. But sometimes, they, if they don't do a good job, sometimes we have seen an issue where categories get misplaced in terms of categories in the back end get changed, or some specific things on the back end could get changed in the listing. So the best thing for us, we always advise is to use a flat files for that. So there are a lot of videos out there uh, around how to use flat files. I know it, sometimes it sounds complicated because it's using an Excel to put all the information, but it's very simple once you understand it. And the good thing of using a flat file is that you understand 100% what is going to happen when the listing gets separated in terms of the information that goes into the back end. Because again, in the past, we have seen experiences that if Amazon does it, of course, most of the time it's going to work, no problem. But sometimes we have seen that if for some reason they don't do the split correctly, we have seen issues then with the listing in the back end that then it's going to be more complicated to fix. Okay. Hopefully that answered the question. Good question. Thank you for bringing that up. Let's see which other question we got in here. So the next question of the day is, can you have two seller accounts? Um, yes, you can have two seller accounts. But uh, I will always advise that, first of all, you ask for permission in a written form. So if you have your initial Amazon account, um, I would advise you raise an Amazon Seller Central case and you specify that why you want to open the second account and you get written permission by Amazon that you are able to do it. The things that you need to consider when opening a second Amazon account is that it needs to be separate entities. So they cannot be related at all. Different bank accounts, different uh, limited companies. Um, you could it, it can be the same person owning both companies. That's not an issue. But everything else needs to be uh, different. And also, you cannot sell the same products that from the main account to the second account. Because one of the reasons why Amazon controls how many accounts people can create is to avoid the creation of a monopoly. And basically, you can end up selling your same product over and over. Okay, So as long as you have all that in order and you get confirmation from Amazon, that's usually advisable to do. Specifically, nowadays, that people is looking to create multiple brands and eventually sell them. Uh, as we have seen, that is a big space right now with aggregators, where aggregators are looking brands to buy. So if you have everything independent on each independent Amazon account in terms of accounting structure, everything that has to do with the, the brand and the business is presented is going to be much, much better for you to sell down the line. So yes, if you if you have two brands in mind and two different products, I will advise to do it. Just make sure you take in consideration the steps I just mentioned. Okay? Good. Um, 
let's see let's see which are question we got here in the system great this our question is what are platforms should you sell on great question by the way um well it, it's no news uh, that nowadays uh, there are many other platforms besides amazon i always advise that when it comes to choosing a platform to sell on in terms of e-commerce amazon service is going to be your first best bet just for the simple fact that the, the the barrier to entry is much more lower than other places um the the traffic is already there the the purchase intent is already there so it's going to be much more easier for you to scale your specific product now let's say you already scale your amazon account and you're already doing good revenue on amazon the next step specifically if you are in the states i will look into walmart walmart is being growing significantly in fact we've been getting a lot of requests lately to help also with the Walmart expansion, which is something we're working on. But yeah, a Walmart is big. I mean, the good thing of Walmart is that you guys need to understand that Walmart in the, in the States is very big uh, in terms of the the strength that it has also in the American culture. I mean, Walmart is something that everybody knows in the States. And now that they're moving into e-commerce uh, and they want to build something similar to Amazon, I think that's going to drive much more. Uh, it's going to create this new marketplace that's going to be easy for you to also expand your brand and your product. The good thing is that the, the filters to get into Walmart are very high at the moment. So you need to have a business in the States, a physical presence. So it's not as easy as Amazon because they, the reason why they're doing that is because they want to protect their platform to ensure they're getting better sellers um genuine brands uh, at the um at the beginning because to be honest this is more like a pilot right but i think down the line amazon uh, uh, sorry walmart as it start to expanding and, and welcoming more brands and people start to get more used with the platform i think it's going to be the next big thing after amazon so if you're in the states definitely look into walmart if you are into other mark uh, other countries like let's say europe I would advise you explore the specific marketplace on each independent country because in Europe, to be honest, each country like Italy, Germany, they have their own marketplaces that dominate in France. So research that and also of explore the opportunity to do your own Shopify store, which is always going to be much more difficult than any of this platform because on Shopify, the traffic is on your hands, which means if you don't do a good job in terms of driving traffic with advertising or strategies in terms of promoting your product outside uh, in the normal channels such as Google, uh, social media, you're going to struggle. And, and, the, and the reality is that at the beginning is very expensive as well. So take that into consideration. But yeah, always start with Amazon and then depending, of course, on your budget and performance, then take the decision how to make right from those. Okay. Let's see which are question we got in here. Great. So this question is, what's your formula of validating a particular product to launch on Amazon? So when it comes to validating a product on Amazon, I mean, you're going to find thousands of, of criteria out there um, and methods because it's, it's something, to be honest, very extend in terms of things that you could consider, but there are always main things that for sure you need to take into consideration when doing product research. The first number one thing is that you need to make sure the product is, I mean, I, this is a must. You need to you need to make sure the product can be differentiated. Whenever I'm always analyzing a product with a client or just doing some kind of a analysis on a market, 
if we are going to launch a product and the product is not unique in terms of the offering um, or just the product itself and the features, the material, the, the, the offer you're bringing to the, to the market, you're going to struggle because maybe you're going to make money in the next six months to one year if you're the only one in the market and you discover the next fidget spinner, for example. But the reality, that's not a strategy that's going to allow you to scale long term, right? Uh, the reason is very simple. Because if um, you don't find a product that is going to allow you to differentiate, uh, then you're going to uh, end up competing in price. And if you end up competing in price, you're really not, never going to be able to win unless you own a factory in China. So that's why always make sure that the number one criteria is the differentiation point. Then you, you jump into the pricing. I always advise nowadays to look for prices um, that are basically the selling price is going to be more than $30. Uh, the reason for that is because also when we run the numbers, we have identified that anything lower than $30 nowadays with the increasing cost in shipping uh, cost, um, everything that has to do with advertising that is also increasing, your margins are going to be so low that you're going to struggle. So because of that, always try to uh, lower um to keep the price, the selling price as high as possible, if possible. The third point, I will say that you have differentiation, you have pricing. The third thing is that you want to make sure that you enter into a product that is not saturated because, um, and this is very easy to do. We have methods that we teach to our clients and we also implement. Uh, you need to make sure that uh, if you're looking to launch a product, the the number one thing, of course, is the search volume, that there is there is demand around the product. But when you validate that search volume and you find out that most of the competitors already are dominating that niche, it's going to be very difficult for you to enter that niche and then really make an impact unless you bring something completely revolutionary, which is not, which is not the case, right, in most of the cases. So I would say take into consideration those two things, differentiation, price, very high, and number three, make sure it's not saturated, which means it's not a page where all the products look the same and that you you can really come in with something different and bring something unique that is going to uh, allow you to scale very fast. Okay. Great. We've got a live question from Angela. Hello, Angela. How are you doing? Is it advisable to launch a single product or two or three at the same time? Um, we always advise for people to get it started to launch one product at a time. And, and the reason is very simple is because we don't want to spread your budget too thin, which basically means, let's say you have $10,000 to work with. If you end up launching two, three products, it's not going to be enough because then you're going to diversify your budget across PPC, uh, which is advertising. Uh, then let's say, for example, one of those products starts selling very well, and then you need to put more budget towards inventory. But then because you have other products in the line, you can't basically um, sacrifice that cash and then you end up having an internal battle right unless you have a huge budget i always advise to start with one product and also because let's be honest you are getting started with this you want to learn the structure uh, you want to learn um, everything that has to do with with basically learning the process of launching a product on amazon because something complex listing optimization ppc strategies so also, also, if you launch more than one product, it's going to get uh, overwhelming. 
So yes, always start with one product. And then of course you can use that one product when it start uh, performing better to fund your um, your next second and third product launch uh, cost, which is gonna be much more easier for you if your first product is already performing, okay? Good. So let's see uh, which other question we got in here. Um, great, this is a good question. Have you had to increase your prices due to inflation and increases in shipping costs? Um, has that affected your sales? Yes, uh, specifically, I mean, the States, of course, Amazon is very strong. So we have seen a big impact in the States uh, with inflation, but we have started to see also this across Europe. So yes, I mean, guys, don't be afraid to increase your prices. Remember that you are here uh, to make money, right? That's that's the whole point of selling on Amazon. So what's the point of then uh, selling a product on Amazon? And for some reason, you're gonna uh, struggle to 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 sustain a business because you just don't wanna uh, decrease your price. So yes, always try to increase your price according to inflation. So if the inflation, let's say 8%, take into consideration that the price, and you're also gonna see some of your competition doing that. So don't be afraid to do it. Um, I would say that you're gonna see definitely an impact when you increase the price. That's normal, that happens in any industry when prices are adjusting. But as people get understanding of the new economics and how prices are becoming to get affected due to the worldwide situation, that's gonna settle. So don't be afraid of that, okay? And yes, shipping costs are also gonna increase. So always take in consideration all those external factors and don't be afraid to put it on your product pricing because at the end of the day if you're not going to make money and and you just want to keep a low price just for the sake of doing it with a strategy because i understand sometimes there is a strategy like positioning and rankings and things like that but if you just want to keep it there without strategy i think it's no point because you end up uh, you're going to end up selling your units uh, under the value of the market you're not going to make no profit and you're going to be left with no money to keep scaling right so yeah but good question, yeah. It's definitely something we need to take in consideration due to the current scenario we are experiencing worldwide with inflation and everything that has to be shipping. Yeah. What is PPC product targeting? Okay, so uh, PPC product targeting um, is a, it's a specific type of advertising, right? So um, basically you're gonna have different types of, uh, in the platform when you go inside PPC, you have different types of targeting you have keyword targeting such as exact phrase and broad you have product targeting which is one of them you have category targeting you have sponsored brands and within sponsored brands you have so you have also a product targeting you have video ads you have storefront ads you have a um the lineup of your product type of ads which is when you show all your products at the top of a keyword like a banner you also have sponsored display so there are many different type of ads and product target is one of them and the purpose of product targeting is to retarget a specific asin so let's say you do a research on a market and you identify 10 15 products that are very close related to your product or maybe even the same product and you want to drive some of that traffic to your product so you use product targeting what it does product targeting is that it's going to basically show that specific in, in, in that case, your product under their, um, under their listing, right? So 
I'm pretty sure you have seen that when you're shopping for a product, you're gonna uh, click on a product, you're gonna scroll down, and most likely under the reviews, the question section, you're gonna see a, sec, uh, a part that showcase other products that are similar, and it says sponsor. That's that's where usually your product targeting is gonna be uh, displaying. There are other placements, of course, but that's the main one. And I'm always advised to do it, because to be honest, that's one of the product, um, one of the type of PPC that we have seen bringing the, the best performance if you target the right a competition, okay? Let's see which other question we got in here. Um, okay. What do you think is the best strategy to start with a, with, with a low conversion category? Okay. Yeah, so, there's naturally on Amazon categories that are gonna underperform other categories in terms of conversion. We have seen this, that is specifically the case when there are categories where people like to compare a lot and is very price sensitive. So for example, if you're selling some type of a makeup related product, we see conversions usually fluctuate significantly based on the subcategory of the main category, which is makeup, because specifically women like to shop these kind of products. They like to go into each single listing. So these extra clicks, of course, is gonna attribute to much more traffic, which not always converts into sales. However, this, there is definitely categories that you're gonna have lower conversion, like the one I mentioned, but that doesn't mean it's always the career category fault. If you have a low co conversion rate, most of the time it's something that you can also fix, right? So it can be working with the image, right? So have a look at the image, maybe for some reason, the image that you're using uh, is not converting the best. So for this, you could do A plus uh, AB testing on Amazon. Now Amazon allows you to test different main images. You could even use services such as, for example, Pickful that allow you to test different images and see how they perform uh, in terms of these audiences that are gonna give you feedback on those images. If you have already tested images, the second thing I will test is the product listing itself, the writing. So try to see if you are using a very nice writing in terms of the copy, the title, the bullet point description, and the back end. If for some reason you fix the image and the listing and it's still not working, then try to also understand maybe something to do with the product itself. So read the reviews, if somebody's complaining, if there's something to do with the quality of the offering that you're giving that people don't like. And the final thing is pricing. Pricing is very important. If for some reason the pricing is decreasing on that specific category, because there is just too much demand around that uh, product, which, uh, sorry, demand not competition, you need to understand that if your price is like five or $10 higher than the average, you need to definitely uh, sort that out and find a way to decrease your price if possible without uh, killing your profits um, and make the product basically not worth it in the long term, okay? Mm, okay, so we have another question. Do you sell in UK and is it worth, is it worth it? Is it VT fees? A real issue? How is it if for USA to sell in UK? Yes, um, I advise. Actually, I had um, a podcast um, the other day. I think it was with Oscar, right? He's from Margin Business. They specialize also on uh, what is called localization of listings. 
Um, and I was actually also talking to Nick from Hello Tax. So these two guys specialize on this specific issue. But when it comes to uh, jumping to UK, yes, um, I will say when you're in the States and you're really working with a significant revenue and your performance already at a respectable level, I would advise you try to seek the option to expand to Europe. When it comes to expanding to Europe, VATs and all that, of course, it can be sometimes a headache, but there is people like Nick, of course, that's going to help you from HelloTax. So you get in contact with them and they do everything like this. I mean, you just need to basically pay the service. You, you keep very, uh, just the documentation that you need and within one week or two, that's it, you have everything done. So I will say, don't worry about that. There's people that really understand what, what to do in these cases on helping you with taxes. So you're going to definitely receive the support that you need. Um, and when it comes to the listings and all that, yes, it, you also need to, of course, take into consideration that, which is that you need to fully localize this listing to the specific country. If you come to UK, you, you can't just bring the listing from USA to UK because there's de definitely nature, nature involved with the listing optimization, which, which basically is, is, is a culture the demand in terms of keywords people are using that specific country. So it's very different market um, and people on each specific market, even if they're even speaking the same um, English, right? So you need to consider the different the differences on each market, do the research from zero, rewrite the listing from zero, understand the cultural barriers and all that. And once you understand that, you, you configure your listings and you bring it to another marketplace, okay? Um, how to do ads below Amazon search box and above product title? Yes, this one, I think is also related to the question of product targeting. So this one is a type of advertising. It's called a product targeting, but it's also within the sponsor display window. You're gonna see those boxes appear under the search bar. So it's mainly configured by using sponsor display with product targeting approach. And that's gonna allow you to do that. And the same with uh, the product uh, above the product title. You can also explore other ads that are very powerful, which is brand uh, sponsor uh, brand sponsor brand, sorry. And this one is the one that's gonna allow you to also sponsor uh, do video ads. Video ads is very powerful. I will always advise to anybody doing Amazon to do this because we have identified that is the um, is the number one thing in terms of a differentiation right now in PPC that you can do when it comes to competing. A lot of people is not yet jumping in video ads and as more people discover it's gonna become more expensive. So take advantage of video ads and I'm pretty sure that if you target the right keywords, you're gonna see a good performance in there as well. Okay. Um, let's see if we got any other question in here. Um, Okay. Yes. So the question uh, we are getting, I'm not indexing. What should I do? Um, so indexation um, usually has to do with issues that uh, most of the times when the product is very new. So Amazon doesn't know really what is happening with your product or what is really the tool. And you're going to see that this actually is going to affect things that has to do with, for example, um, PPC advertising, um, because if your Amazon, 
Amazon basically cannot relate that product to a keyword, it's going to be difficult for you to get the impressions and the performance of that keyword. So what we do to help you with indexation is that sometimes what you need to do at the, at the beginning when the product is very new is try to drive some sales uh, through that specific keyword, right? A few sales just to help Amazon identify that that keyword belongs to your product, and usually that helps within indexation. Also, sometimes the issue is at the category level. Maybe you try to advertise a, and rank for a keyword, let's say water bottle, right? But your category is kitchen. So if the, kit, the, if the category is completely different from the, from the keyword that it relates to, sometimes we have seen issues with indexation as well. So have a look at that. Also make sure your listing is fully optimized. Sometimes it happens that the keyword is not even your listing. So make sure you have it on your title if it's the main one while listing the bullet points, description, and keywords. And that should help with the everything that has to do with indexation, OK? Great. I think that's everything for today, guys. Um, thank you very much for uh, coming out today. Uh, I know you guys um, uh, like to bring these questions to the table because a lot of you are struggling. So please feel free to always bring as many questions as possible. That's the purpose of this session, to help as many people as possible. Um, and that's why we also launched the Spanish version. We we have identified with your community as well that there is, an, there is a lot of people also in different languages that are really looking for this kind of session to really bring those questions out when they're struggling, they don't have somebody to, to, really, uh, to really seek support, right? That's the whole uh, purpose of these sessions. And also remember, if you want to bring uh, this forward maybe to somebody from our team or you even want to talk to me in private, you're always going to get your first consultation for free. We analyze your business, see what's going on in terms of performance, and we can also uh, propose a strategy to help you keep scaling your Amazon business, OK? So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you. Have an amazing day. And see you on Tuesday for um, Actually, on Thursday at 5 p.m. UK time for the uh, Spanish speaking audience. Okay. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the e commerce lab by ecomc. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.